Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners just like you make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 211, and I am so thankful that you are here today because I'm sharing with you our story about money. And you're like, what? Our story? You're like, I don't even know you. (laughs) How can this be my story too? Well, this is what's going to happen. Today, I'm going to share with you the history of my businesses so you understand how easy it's been for me to make money doing what I love and now how you can apply it to your way of thinking and approach to your business too, because this is your story too. This is how you are going to start living your business dream. This is how you're going to pursue your passion. This is how you are going to help people. I know that you're wanting a fulfilling and impactful career. And I truly believe that building a business is one of the most fun and awesome ways to do it. But I think a lot of new business owners find it very difficult. So today we're going to talk about that. You're going to hear my history. This is going to be a cool episode. I'm excited you're here. If you're new, welcome. You've come on a fun day. If you are new and you're starting your business right now, make sure you get my resources down below, or maybe you've already opened your business. I have goodies for you too, okay? I have goodies for everybody. Everybody gets a party favor. Scroll down right now. First of all, I have my Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love Facebook group. It's a place for you to get plugged in. All you have to do is click the link down below. It's going to take you over to Facebook. You're going to answer three quick questions and then I'll let you in the group. Now you have community. Now you can surround yourself with other women starting businesses too. You can ask questions. You can get feedback. You can get help. You can ask what you think are silly questions. Doesn't matter. Make sure you do that. Also, if you're new, I've got resources for you. I've got like a 16-step checklist for starting your business, a guide if you're trying to figure out your business idea. I have a secret podcast if you're trying to grow your new business. So make sure you check all of that out below. Don't miss out on any of that. Like take a minute to scroll through everything that's available to you because why would you pass up free resources? I know a lot of times some of you don't value free. And I'm like, why would you not value free sometimes? I mean, you've got to look at it and realize that I put it together for you and I want you to be able to use it. I know it's going to help you. Okay. So scroll down, get everything, get in the Facebook group. And if you've been listening a while, thank you to all my loyal listeners. Shout out to my grow getters. Y'all are amazing. And I'm impressed by you. Every time we meet, we had a zoom call last week and just every time I get off those calls, I'm so inspired and motivated by all of you building your business dream. So that is it. Okay. On to the episode. Well, hello friends. How are you? How's everything going with your business? I hope it's all moving forward. I hope you're taking effective action. I hope you're building your business dream. I hope you're feeling fulfilled and all that good stuff. I'm so happy for you. Today's a fun one because I thought I would just take it back, take it back old school style. And I'm going to share with you the history of my four official businesses. There's a fifth one. So I have five total. The fifth one is unofficial, unofficial, (laughs) but you're going to hear about it. And I'm sharing this for a reason. Here's why. Many of you tell me that starting and building a business and making money specifically is really hard, that it's difficult, that it's complicated. There's a lot of decisions. You have to do all these things. There's so many things you have to work on. It's hard to stay focused. I hear all this all the time. 
that it's hard. And today I wanted to make a point that it's not really that hard. It is not really that hard. I'm going to talk about it and you're going to hear why it's not that hard. And what I hope is by the end of this, you realize how easy it can be. You realize how easy this can be if you allow it. You can be making money if you allow it. And I'm going to share with you why, because it's super simple. You're going to be mad at yourself, but really this process can be simple. So let's take it back to 41 years ago when I started my first business. (laughs) That is crazy. 41 years ago, I started my first business. I was 10 years old. So you know my age now. I was 10 years old. I started my own business. I wanted a bicycle. And so I said, I'm going to do something to make money. What do I love? I love lemonade. (laughs) That's what I said. I love lemonade. And I wanted to make money doing what I love. So I started a lemonade stand, but don't let that type of business fool you. This was not the lemonade stand you're thinking of. The lemonade stand you're probably imagining is all the kids on the side of the road from the neighborhood. I see these all the time. They've got their signs. They're jumping up and down. They may even have pom-poms. I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff to get people to pull over. They're like waving at you. Pull over, pull over. And you feel guilty. Do y'all do that? Do you feel guilty when you drive by? And I'm like, I'm in a hurry. I can't stop right now. Or shoot, I don't have any cash. You know, I'm sure they take Venmo. I'm sure they do nowadays. But you know, you know that the old school lemonade stand and you know the lemonade stand where the kids recruit their parents and the neighbors, the adults come by and they're like, oh, it's 10 cents. Like they have it for 10 cents. And the neighbors would be like, here's a dollar. And then everyone's flipping out. All the little kids at the lemonade stand are flipping out because they only asked for 10 cents and they got a dollar or somebody comes along and gives $5 or $10. That's the lemonade stand that you're probably thinking of. Mine was quite different. Let me repeat. I wanted a bicycle and I said, I I've got to make money and I like lemonade. So I'm going to do this. So I remember my mom helping me with like a big lemonade jug. We had like a big jug, like an igloo, big jug. Okay. And she helped me load the ice. And I think she fronted the cost of the country time lemonade. It was a big container with the powder and the scoops. Do y'all remember that? And you'd like dump it in. So I made the lemonade. I'm sure I paid her back. Hopefully I did. But if I didn't, thanks mom and dad for fronting my business. We had a red wagon. And we had some kind of table. I don't remember what it was in a chair. And I remember creating that huge, I'm talking a huge, one of those jugs like like maybe at football games, like the athletes would have on the side where they're huge and you push the little button and it comes out. I had that. I made some sign and I had the little table in the wagon and I pulled it through the neighbor's, I pulled down the street through the neighbor's yard back to a construction area where there were houses being built and there was a lot of construction workers. There was a whole new subdivision being put up next to my street. And this was Houston and it was like a hundred degrees out or no telling how hot it was. And I said, I'm going over there by the construction workers all by myself. I did back in the day. Can you imagine today? You'd have to have your phone on. Somebody would be checking on me every five seconds. I don't know if anyone checked on me, but I was out there And I don't remember how long each day. I don't think I was out there that many hours. I'm not remembering that. But I had a sign up and I had lemonade and I had a cooler of ice too that I had pulled on the wagon and cups, those red like solo cups. That's what I had lemonade in. 
red solo cup. So that was a pretty big cup for a lemonade stand too, right? And I'm sorry this story is dragging on, but I want you to get this picture, okay? So I have that. I'm sitting by a neighborhood that's getting built. I'm in the middle of it. There's hardly any cars coming by besides all of the construction workers that are there working on the houses. I could hear that. I can still hear it, them banging on the roofs and all that. And I charge 75 cents for lemonade. My husband still is appalled. He's like, in 1982, you charged 75 cents. I'm like, yes, I did. I was trying to buy a bike. Do you get it? There was no gas stations around. This is a new area. There was no gas stations close by. It was 100 degrees. It was Houston. I was right there on the corner by all the workers. And after working however many days, I think I worked three or four days. It wasn't more than a week. And I made $100 and I bought a bike. And that was it. My business closed. Done. Wiped my hands clean of the lemonade stand. Did what I came there to do and did it. That was my first business. I want you to think about how simple this business was and how I easily made money. How I easily made money. I picked something I wanted to sell that I was actually passionate about, which was lemonade. I picked a location where I knew people would actually want it. I knew there would be demand because there was no gas station because it was hot and people were working. And I grabbed the supplies that I needed and I went out there. My marketing was a sign, a poster board with Sharpie on it that said 75 cents for lemonade. Everything was very simple. It was simple. I had a simple offer. I had a simple system there for them to buy. It was cash only. And I had simple marketing, which was a sign. That's how easy that was to make money. So no one tell me that it's not easy to make money because you can. Okay. So that was my first unofficial business. My next business, I started with a friend and it was called In This Very Room and we had home decor and gifts and we did what you would call pop-up shows around Austin, Texas. We bought products and we had shows every now and then like once a month or once every two months at a local hotel or one of our houses. And we invited all of our friends that we knew. We worked at Dell Computers and we invited all of our friends our age that we knew would love those products. And our marketing was that I emailed out. I remember because we email was new and fresh then and emailed out to our friends. And we just started telling everyone and like calling people, hey, we're having a show. We may have mailed out something in the mail as well. I'm trying to remember how we did this. But we told people about our shows. And we started making money right away. We each put in $1,000 to this business and never put another dime in. That was it. We parlayed all of that to build it up. Eventually, I took it online. But let me just share this simplicity with you, how easy this was to make money. We had a simple offer, which was these unique home decor gifts. We had like lamps and all kinds of cool stuff that Target wasn't popular. Chip and Joanna Gaines weren't around. I mean, there was Target, but there wasn't like TJ Maxx and Home Goods and all these places where you could get really cute home decor that was unique that wasn't super expensive, right? So it was super simple. We had a super simple system where we brought the inventory to a physical location and had a credit card machine. I did order a credit card machine through our merchant and we checked people out. That's how we did it. That was it. 
Again, the marketing was email marketing and word of mouth. We told everybody that we knew this was before cell phones. And we told everybody I may have done mailers. I cannot remember, but I feel like I would have done that. But maybe I didn't. Maybe we just told people, called people on the regular landline telephone. And we did email because people were starting to have email. Super simple. We started making money. Okay, so that business. So I moved from Austin to Houston. And my partner and I kind of divided up the business and I took the online piece and she was still doing decorating and everything in Austin, Texas. So I took it online in this very room. I got like a Yahoo store. There wasn't many choices. It wasn't complicated. I just, I'm kind of techie. So I got on, created a website and started selling my stuff. And the people that had been past customers would order online. And then I started learning how to do search engine optimization and was findable on Google. I was like on the first page. By the way, when I started this business in 2003, Amazon had books and other stuff, but they were known for books. And they were just getting into more things. So how crazy is that, that I had my first online store in 2003 when Amazon was known for books and books a million and like these other ones, crazy. Anyways, that was a simple start. I took that inventory, I ordered more inventory, and I just started selling online. Super simple. Simple offer. It was the stuff that we'd been selling that we already knew that would sell. Simple sales system. It was a little more complicated than before because we were now online. The world was turning online. So we had to learn a new thing. It wasn't just like having a store. Like I had to learn a software platform, learned it, got it all up. And I had a simple system and I was findable on Google. I wasn't running ads or anything like that. I was on the front page for years and years and years for like monogram cutting boards and all these different keywords. It was a simple system and my, that my marketing was simple. It was findability on Google. That was my marketing. We didn't have social media, none of that. I still did some shows and would take some of the products and do shows at people's homes or have booths. I believe I did booths. I don't know, actually. Did I do a booth by myself? I don't know that I would have. I did with my business partner before then. But I feel like I think I just did it online and maybe did some home shows and took some of my inventory. Super simple, y'all. I was making money all day long. And I remember getting sales and thinking if I could make $500 a month, I'd be jumping up for joy. And before I knew it, it was thousands and thousands and thousands. Y'all, it was insane. Then I started my third business out of that business. Okay. So I had in this very room, I was carrying some cute gifts that were kids collegiate gear. And I started getting a ton of sales on just two Texas schools. I had Texas A&M and University of Texas. I'm like, this could literally be its own website of like every school of these cute baby gifts that were college themed. So I just quickly put up another Yahoo store, same as I already had in this very room on, put those products on there exactly the same. I duplicated what I just did. Now I had two websites going. That was my third business. Super easy. It was called kidsarefans2.com. Had that for years and years and years, making money all the time from all the schools that were popular and everybody was a fanatic of their school and they would buy it for baby gifts and for themselves. Y'all, it was easy. The marketing was just the same. I duplicated everything. I knew enough about SEO to get on the front page for certain team baby gifts and was getting sales all the time. Y'all, I did that. For like 15 to 16 years, I had those online stores. Crazy, right? I started simply. I had a simple offer, simple sales system, 
and simple marketing. This was not complicated. I was not doing 800 gazillion things. It was very focused and strategic. And I I knew what I was doing a little bit because I'd been a marketing major at the University of Texas. I'd worked at Dell Computers. I understood sales. I kind of knew how processes worked and I was technical. So for me, it was simple. And But I made it simple. I made it simple, okay? When I was starting to make money, right? Then during those 16 years of me having the online stores, one of my hobbies was photography. And I started taking pictures of my own children a lot. I loved it. I was getting into the camera, good cameras and all that stuff. And this was before cell phones and cell phone cameras were so fantastic. Actually, it wasn't before cell phones. We started getting cell phones. They just didn't have good cameras, right? So anyways, people started asking me to take photographs of their children. And so a photography business was born. I was doing portrait photography on top of my two online stores. Don't ask me how I did this. I had three children at home. I have no idea how I did it, but people started asking me. It was just on the weekends and it was great money. All I did was put up a literally super basic, I think it was even free website where I put like a slideshow of some of my photos and people would email me through there and book me. That was it. It was not complicated. It was not complicated. It was a simple offer, portrait photography of your family or children. It was a simple sales system. I can take your credit card. I have PayPal. And it was simple marketing. I had a very basic website and it was word of mouth. Y'all, that's how simple it is to make money with a new business. So I'm giving you examples. Are you paying attention? So I want you to realize how easy all these different types of businesses are. The first one was a lemonade stand. So you could call that like a local local business, a little booth, a mobile business. I don't know what to call that. I started a business with a friend doing pop-up shows. So I was doing shows with merchandise, little pop-up events. Okay. That kind of business started easy. I started two online stores. Okay. That's a different kind of business, but that I started that simply. Now I've started a photography business. I started that simply, but I only did that for a couple of years and I didn't do it all the time. And I started taking seniors. I think I was taking, no, was I seniors in high school? Now I can't remember. Oh, I did take a senior in high school. I was taking baby portraits. I was doing kids and their families, right? So that was a different business. Then I decided to stop the photography business. It was just too much. I only did that for a couple of years. Well, then y'all know my story. In 2018, I started getting like, you know, I'm ready for something else. My oldest was going off to college and I'm like, you know what? I'm ready for a new phase of my life. Like I've been doing these monogram gifts for a long time. I think I'm ready for something new. Um, just maybe just want something different than product sales online. What can I do? And y'all can hear my story some other time about how I started this business. But because my point today is about the simplicity of starting. And so when I finally decided to start this business, I started it simple. I was starting a whole new type of business, teaching other people what I'd been doing and coaching women as they're starting their businesses. Y'all, this is a whole new frontier, whole new frontier from what I've been doing. Very different to me. And for me, it was a lot harder because I was learning how to put my thoughts together and how to teach people and motivate people and inspire people. When before I was just selling the stuff that I was selling and it was like easy and fun and it was no big deal. But now it was more personal because it was my personal services. So shout out to all you coaches, consultants, if you're selling a service, it's different. And it's a, it's a little harder. I do think it's a little harder because you have to make the intangible tangible. You really do. But 
how I started was very simple. I started my podcast and that was going to be my marketing. I knew that right off the bat. That's going to be my marketing. And I was excited about the podcast and it was super easy for me. So I started simple in my way, right? Then I had a simple offer. I started with one-on-one coaching. I wasn't trying to create a membership, a bazillion courses, a bazillion digital products. I wasn't doing all these fancy things, although I did investigate those. And now here we are four years later and I have those things. How awesome is that? But that's not how I started. That's not how I started. I started with one-on-one coaching, right? And my simple system was I had a website. I was on Wix and then Squarespace, or maybe I was on Squarespace and then Wix. And I had my site there. People could check out and pay me. And I had coaching and I started making money. Y'all, it doesn't have to be that complicated. So everyone today, I want you to realize that you can make money easily. All you have to do is start simply and strategically. That's all you have to do. You have to start simple, but it has to be strategic. You can't just throw it up or it's not gonna be a long-term gig, okay? You can just quickly, like, I'm just gonna do this and I'm just gonna, let's go and it'll all work out. It'll be fine. I agree. I think that's awesome. You can do that. But I know a lot of you wanna do this for a while and some of you even want it to make such an income that maybe you could quit another job, maybe you can take this full time, maybe you have goals for the amount of money that you wanna make, so you do wanna take it seriously. I think most of you listening are wanting to take this seriously and you wanna make money doing what you love. You wanna be strategic about it, you wanna do it right, you wanna give it due diligence, so you have to. I've just realized over the years that the more simple and strategic that you make this business, the easier it's gonna be for you to make money. It really is. So I hope my story makes sense to you today that no matter what type of business, product, service, local pop-up shows, whatever it is, y'all, I've done it. And each time I did it simple and each time I made money quickly. You shouldn't be sitting here not making money. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. And we can talk about it if you're in grow getters and you're not making money, you can think about it. Like, is it something that's not needed? Is it, you know, are you not findable? Do people do not know who you are? We have to really kind of get to the heart of it. Most of the time, it's not really the product, the majority of the time. Every now and then it is what you're selling. It may not have potential. It's too niche or it's too hard to run. There's not enough profit margin in it. But a lot of times it's just that you've complicated it and you've stalled it. You've stalled actually doing the things that would bring you the money, okay? So just remember, your business can be simple. I'm proof. And I've done several times of businesses now. You've heard this isn't just one type of business that I'm telling you that it's simple to make money. Like it can be any type, but you need to start it simply Don't complicate this. And you need to start it strategically. You need to know what you're doing and have a plan. And I want to invite you today, if this is you and you know you're complicating things, you know you're overthinking everything, and you know that you're distracted by all the things that you need to be doing in your business to make it successful and make money, then I invite you to check out Grow Getters today. You can go to grow-getters.com or you can just scroll down below. I have all those links. As I said, make sure you check them out and read them. I have that program there for you to help you, to help you stay focused, to help you keep it simple and strategic so that you can start making money sooner than later. Don't put this off anymore. I'm telling you now, getting the help that you need will cost you less than the time, energy, and money you're gonna spend over the next months and years trying to figure this out on your own, okay? Take it from me that 
there's a lot of tricks. There's a lot of things you don't know. There's a lot of strategies. And when you learn them, the light bulbs will go off and you will move much faster. So that's it. Make sure you check out Grow Gutters below. And I hope this was fun for you to hear my story and to realize that you get to keep things simple too. So that's it. Y'all have a great day. Until next time. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.